What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay. The bo the I messed up. What? <laughs> the first time I messed up, dude. I'm leaving that in there. I'm gonna leave that in there. Did you really? Okay. I'm gonna leave it in there. Okay, so this is all staying in. Yeah. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay, <laughs> our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, July 31st. This is episode 83. Coming up on today's show, Annapurna Interactive won E3 this year. Several highly anticipated games have been delayed, and Kyle and Ignacio are gone today. Wow. But we could talk about that a little bit later. My name is Gino Viteri, and I am joined by Alan Busby. What's up, Alan? How you doing? Prodigious, my dudes. Prodigious. Prodigious? Prodigious. No, prodigious. Okay. You wouldn't get it, Gino. It's a Digimon thing. You're not is cool it? enough okay. yet. Okay. Okay. All right. That's I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we are also joined by Calvin, a.k.a. Amaze Hobbs. What's up, Calvin? How you doing? I'm doing well, Gino. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, I was yes. telling Alan that, you know, I haven't been on content in quite some time. So very excited to be back on content. Awesome. Awesome. We're very happy to have you. Very the happy debut. To have you. Very happy to have you. So um, I do want to go over what happened with Ignacio and Kyle. Yeah. Of course. Um, as you guys know, uh, Ignacio is gone and Kyle has been gone for quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, past two weeks. Uh, first time he said he was going to Arby's. Uh, second time, he lost his internet, um, his computer broke, his phone broke, and uh, as you see, that the thing, what happened now is, um, so, so I wanted to say, <laughs> I don't want to say this because it's, it's very incriminating. Okay. Right? Uh, because Kyle DM'd me on Twitter. Ooh. He DM'd me too, actually. Did he DM me? I, I thought it was suspicious. Um, it's very, uh, I don't know what he DM'd you, but he DM'd me, hey, um, Ignacio's not going to be around for a while. Don't worry about it. And I was like, what, what, do you, what's, what do you mean? And then he's like, just don't ask. <laughs> but he's not going to be around for a long time. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, well what about you? Are, you? are you coming back? And he's like, and he, then he told me, I don't think I'll be able to make it back in a while. <laughs> so, huh. uh, so... It it seemed very um suspect, right? Yeah, yeah. Like immediately, my thought goes to he killed Ignacio, and now wow. he's uh, running away. But I don't want to be so. Uh, I don't want to exaggerate. You know, yeah. maybe he got into this massive fight with Ignacio over some sort of Arby's. You know. Uh, well, I do a disagreement or something. Well, I do. Like that, I do know? know Ignacio is very passionate about Yakuza. I think Kyle said Yakuza Maybe. sucked. I I think that's what he said. Maybe that might do it. That might yeah. do it. Maybe. Um. Th that's yeah. Probably because he's been dealing with Ignacio for what four years now or something. Yeah. yeah. So he was probably like, "I'm tired of you talking about uh, Yakuza," <laughs> um, and then that's it. The, put a hit on him. Wow. He put a hit on Ignacio, murdered the shit out of him. Right. <laughs> And then um, the hitman was like, hey, man, I, I, don't, I can't do this. Like, this is going to be on your hands, right? So, like, the hitman decided to reform in that instant. Yeah. And he was like, I, I killed him, but, like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So you deal with the body. You deal with the, everything else. And then that's what I, I think that's what Kyle's going through right now. Um, I do think it's really what? impressive that Kyle took the time to fix his uh -huh. cell phone and DM yeah. you. Cause when they look back at that in the file, that's that 
that's gonna that's the nail in the coffin for him here's the thing that i didn't tell you uh uh, alan the first time yeah it was ignacio dming me oh and he said it's kyle so it was ignacio's account interesting interesting it was ignacio's twitter account he's like hey um it's kyle uh just so you know ignacio's not gonna be around for a while and then you see in the discord very ominous right here you know I, what do you say here? What do you say here in the Discord? He said, "A uh, heads up, I won't be on the podcast tomorrow." Yeah, from Ignacio's uh-huh. Discord account. From Ignacio's Discord account. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gino, no, I, no reason either. Gino, no I reason. actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm actually, I'm gonna add to this. I think Kyle actually pre. I think Kyle didn't take care of Ignacio first, or mm-hmm. however it was. I think they came after you first because your Twitter account was suspended. Yeah. So I think they came after you first, and then you yeah. you came back. So yeah, they tried to hit me where they think it would hurt. Yeah, but right. what happened? What happened here was uh, my Twitter account got suspended, mm-hmm. and uh, the way I realized was I clicked on I I was trying to like someone's tweet, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why isn't clicking? Why isn't it letting me like the, the tweet? And then I clicked on my profile and I had zero followers, zero following. <laughs> I was like, what does, uh, what's going on here? What happened? So, so then I just, I told my girlfriend, Hey, can you check my account real quick? And then she clicked on my account and it said account suspended. Wow. So I was like, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Who's coming for me then? Who's, Ignacio, who's, it, who's doing this? It's Ignacio um, and Kyle. The, the the big the big thing here was that it was Greg Miller from Kind of Funny because yeah. the last that's yeah the last video that I posted yeah. was to him you know so um and as time goes on I've, I've obviously I have my account back now mm-hmm. um I didn't worry about it I didn't worry about it for it was 15 hours that I was gone right um <laughs> and I downloaded <laughs> I downloaded the Parlor app I downloaded the Parlor app if you guys know Parlor app. Mm-mm. Um, very uh, f- uh, free speech app for all the, the, the Trumpers and stuff like that. So I was like, uh, if they're not going to like my funny videos on Twitter, I might as well do it over here. Uh, so so I I did that. But luckily, before I finished that, I, I got my Twitter account back. But well, not, well, um, I was like, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. Let me just uh, let me just do the appeal and be like, I just I just I emailed them and I was like, I didn't do what you're telling me. Yeah. So so give back, please. And they were, <laughs> And then. <laughs> So then the next morning they're like, I'm paraphrasing, of course, they're like, uh, uh, hey, we decided to uh, unblock you because uh, uh, you were spamming. So don't do it again. What? And I wasn't spamming anything. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It's because you it's because you promoted FF14. They don't like that. <laughs> Maybe that. And the, the, I saw the thing is, the thing about it was that I was locked. I was suspended. But I saw what everyone was saying. I saw everything everyone was saying. I just couldn't defend myself. I saw, um, I'll call him out. I saw uh, uh, Corey Cudney. He said, uh, yeah. uh, maybe too much Final Fantasy XIV he was talking about. I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Um, who else? Ignacio was like, yeah, I needed to go. Ignacio was absolutely against me. So maybe yeah. it was him. You know? no. I, so, uh, maybe, I think this is going deep. I think Greg didn't like your video reply then he hit up ignacio specifically okay and greg miller's trying to tear us apart from the inside coming for you taking care of kyle i could yeah yeah he's tying up all the loose ends i'm worried i'm I'm actually kind of surprised my playstation account has been blocked yet i'm surprised greg's i guess greg just sees that i'm not a threat so i'm that sleeper hit i'm just gonna ascend and i'm just gonna sneak attack 
Didn't see you as a threat. Yeah. No, not yet. You as a threat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, fortunately I got my Twitter account back and, uh, um, but there is still, uh, several people out there mm -hmm. that uh, have not gotten their accounts back, uh, for, for stuff, I think far less than I, what I thought it was for me was that in that video, if you guys saw it, yeah. um, I point a gun at Matt's neck, right? That's what, that's, what I, like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, thinking. I thought maybe that's what it was because right. I did something like that. Um, but I guess it wasn't. They didn't really care about that part. But that scene is hilarious. <laughs> that scene is like one of the best parts. <laughs> and then I, 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 I screenshotted that out. And then uh, someone replied to it. Uh, who was it? Campfire Design. He was like, oh, wait, we were supposed to unblock Gino. Yeah. And then I replied with, yeah, with that, with the gun. At Matt's. <laughs> um, so I figured maybe since I was threatening someone's life, you know, yeah, that's probably what it was. But uh, I think Twitter doesn't really care about that. It's just <laughs> music, you know, <laughs> just the music that bothers them so much. Well, it's good. Um, it's good to have your Twitter back, Gino. Yes, I'm back. And they tried to get me again, though, just so you know, they did try really? to get me again. Yeah, because they they blocked me for a second. Like they literally locked me on Twitter for, they were like, your account's locked. You have to read the rules so you can get your account back. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'll just freaking read the freaking rules and regulations. And so you read, okay. you read all of it, right? You're supposed to, you're supposed to read that. You're not supposed yeah, to skip I read it. The top and the bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you got to write it 50 yeah. times on the chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will not violate Twitter TOS. They, they really did. They're freaking coming for me, dude. Yeah. But, uh, but we're all good. We're all back and, and we're, we're back. So, in so instead of, so instead of Matt Batson asking if you guys are good, you should be asking Twitter, Hey, are we good? Maybe I, I, I'm, I'm trying to not, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to not provoke them. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go away for a little bit. All right. Uh, but anyway, while I am away from Twitter, let's talk about some video games, my friends. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about... Take us into what we've been playing, Alan. There you go. So, Ready? Ready? Uh, yeah, you, you know, you started off. You've been, you've been playing the most. Um, okay, so I actually have I've played these two games, well, no, but I, I didn't play Alan a lot of them. I didn't play a lot of them, but they're, they're pretty fun from what I've played. Uh, I've played The Ascent and Tribes of Midgard. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll start with The Ascent because uh, I played that a little bit less. Um, the Ascent, as you know, is on uh, Xbox Game Pass for free right now. Um, and it is a cyberpunk-ish. Uh, what is cyberpunk uh, themed? Um, it's a cyberpunk. It's like Future-esque? Uh, yeah, top-down, looter-shooter kind of game. All that stuff. Um, it's, uh, what is it what is called? Uh... The twin stick shooter? Stick twin stick shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a twin stick shooter. Um, so it's one of those. Uh, you know, you get loot and all that stuff. And I was playing with my friend. This game is actually very hard. Uh, I thought it was pretty hard, uh, especially if you're by yourself. So um, you're meant you're meant to play with with friends. Then it's definitely way better if you play with uh, with people. Okay, uh, good I think to know. it's up to four player co op. Um, so I was playing with one other friend, and. Story is not anything to, to go wild about. Uh, it's the gameplay. And the thing that shines in this game the most is the environment. It's freaking cool, dude. It looks so badass. Just that cyberpunk aesthetic. Uh, you know, since I didn't play cyberpunk. Um, and having this as that, you know, taking, that over, taking over that for me uh, is it's nice. It looks very beautiful, this game. Um, cause it's, it's top down. It has that, that, that camera angle. So you're seeing like 
you know how like in these worlds they have the flying cars and all that stuff like the fifth element kind of stuff like that that yeah that, that kind of thing so you're seeing like the entire city in the background and super beautifully um uh rendered and 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 it's so nice how that looks uh with the neon lights and and the lights coming in from everywhere uh, you know sunlight creeping in and in rooms and stuff like that the environments are truly amazing uh gameplay twin stick shooter twin stick shooters are always pretty fun um uh but this one's this one's a, a little bit challenging so uh and uh the other thing that happened uh was uh that i want to like, mention is that like, like really quick like right really now. quick when you say challenging mm -hmm. is it like challenging that like you can't do this alone or is it like like you could do it alone you could do it alone you'll just die a lot <laughs> <laughs> all right you'll just die a lot because it's it, it, like these are like the enemies are freaking bullet sponges you know they okay. they they take a lot of bullets um luckily there's no like ammo or anything you just reload you keep reloading yeah i figure that's what that's why they make them bullet sponges <laughs> um but infinite and then they hurt on the other hand too they, they they hurt a lot so so you need to do you need to dash you need to use your skills it makes you think about what you want to do instead of just aimlessly shooting at them you know right right um, let me let me ask you this real quick gino yeah. so you mentioned the lighting is there ray tracing in this game do you know yes yes there okay there's awesome. um I my like it, my computer isn't good enough for it though. So. It looks impressive. Yeah. It's very beautiful. It is very. That was the first thing that stood out to me. The the way it looked, um, and that that's what continues to stand out. When you're going into different rooms and you're seeing the sunlight creep in, uh, you see the neon lights and and like this bustling city with with so much people. Everyone's talking. Everyone's doing this, doing that. Um, I I haven't played Cyberpunk from what I saw. It's it's just as a no, not even. I, think, I feel like it's more alive than cyberpunk um so that's the good thing about it but but yeah it's it's a it's a it's a twisted shooter uh better to play with friends and it is very beautiful cyberpunk aesthetic have you been playing it so, with friends or have you been playing it i only played it with one other friend and i played it a little bit by myself uh that's where i, I it's 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 doable but it, it 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 does get hard okay it does get hard if you're alone all right. um, and obviously enemy scale if you're with people so it's still just uh -huh. as hard but it's it's better to have people because well, it's, it's easier you. to mitigate <laughs> the work when it's between two people instead of you trying yeah, to do exactly. it all yeah, on like your if own you, you, yeah if you get down they can revive you but if you're alone you'll just die yeah looking at the gameplay so, it re it's not the same it reminds me aesthetically a little bit like um how i think it's house marks uh next mm -hmm. machina game yeah it, it kind of looked it not like that but it the aesthetic just looks like that Mm -hmm. I'm kind of yeah. down for that. I, I love that neon light uh, cyberpunk aesthetic. Yeah. It's super nice to have that. Uh, so it does it well. It does it well. Um, but other than the Ascent, I played a little bit of Tribes of Midgard. And this game is hard as well. <laughs> this is also a difficult game. So, you're trying, so, so you're, trying to, you're trying to get good now. You're trying to play the hard stuff. I'm playing the, the Dark Souls of uh, these top-down games. You I know see I mean? that. Um, so this is another one of those, uh, it's, I don't know how to, how to describe that angle, that camera angle where you're doing from top down, like aerial, like isn't, it, isn't person, it just, isn't you know it just I mean? top, isn't it just top down? Is it top Isomet down? Isometric, I believe is the term. Isometric. Is that the term? Okay. Yeah. We'll say isometric. This is an isometric, uh, uh, action, um, action adventure survival sort of game. Similar. Like if you know, uh, Conan exiles, it's like that where you build your base. Um, you farm for materials, you, 
you uh you craft your armor your weapons and then you just survive uh in this game specifically you're surviving against uh the the gods of asgard okay um, and you are uh you are an earthling or whatever the heck you're a viking or whatever it is um so the way it works is it's similar to like like that but it's also like a roguelike a roguelite i forget which which term it is but in in the sense that if you die you start over um if you if so there's a tree in the middle of your base right in your camp the tree of yggdrasil it's called and you have to make sure that that tree survives the entire time that you're there okay so if that tree dies when people attack your village then your game ends completely and you have to start from zero uh you start a new game and then you gotta protect your tree again Ugh. um but your account is being leveled up as you do that okay so, um there's battle pass and all that shit so <laughs> i got to like level three or whatever um because i survived up to day four like three separate times because uh, day four is when the freaking so like the, the so, big boys come so you know? like each round is like a day yeah so each okay. at the end of each day when the sun goes down uh you're attacked by they're called hell hellings or something like that um your village is attacked by them and you have to defend them until sun until uh until morning um and on day four is when they start bringing the like the bigger ones that that like the huge wizards and stuff like that and uh that's as far as i've been able to go because they just freaking overrun the shit out of your village dude like they kill everybody and your the blacksmith the leather work everyone freaking dies and then they just destroy your tree so you have to really manage um the way that you i guess upgrade your tree is with souls that you get from either killing other animals or just uh, farming materials like daily like regular things that you do you'll get souls from Okay. Um, but souls are used for upgrading your blacksmith, upgrading your uh, your leather worker, upgrading the village. But that's also the health for your tree. So you really yeah. have to manage whether you're going to deposit more health into your tree or you want to upgrade your, your blacksmith for a better sword or something like that, you know? So um, that's, that's that balance that we were trying to figure out. Um, and it was just two of us, of course, so uh, we only lasted until day four. And we decided to join the two of us into another another world or another match. And it goes up to ten people. Uh, yeah. So it's ten people roaming around this Midgard map. Um, you know, farming materials, all that kind of stuff. And randomly, uh, this big Jotun appears, like this huge towering monster. Okay. Uh, starts to approach your village gradually as like you're just as the days go um, and you can choose to go kill it um, but chances are you you're, will die if you're not ready for it you're making this sound almost kind of like it's a tower defense game it is some it's like a tower defense yeah 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 okay I could, I could, it's it's a lot of things tower defense survival yeah, I, watching the um, watching the launch trailer that i that, mm. and I did not get that gameplay. I was like, what am I even looking at right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I went into that match with 10 people and we survived until day four. Like it was still like, <laughs> like we all, the, the, oh, because, it, oh no, this is what happened. This is what I know. It's not because it got that hard. 
this is what happens when you kill that big Jotun monster thing, whatever. Um, it gives you a gate to Valhalla, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you take that gate to Valhalla, you pretty much you leave the game. Like you leave this match, you're done. You get all your experience. You won. You survived, right? Yeah. Um, but me and my friend didn't know that. So, oh, no. uh, what we didn't notice was that everybody else left, <laughs> uh, everybody else left. And we were like, we're trying to defend the village. Where the fuck is everybody? Dude? Where is everybody? <laughs> and, uh, we died on day four or whatever, but it was, it's, it's a nice, fun little gameplay loop. Cause you, as you, you know, as if you survive until day four, then now I'm level three. So now they give me a starter pack to where I do start with armor now. Or or I start with a pickaxe and a and a and an axe to start farming things immediately. Okay. So okay. so I start I start better off than when I did before. So so, so it, instead it so does it, improve. It, it's that good balance of unlike it being a roguelike where you just lose everything and just level yourself up. Exactly. As you play, you level up, and it's not letting yeah. you pick what you get. It's just giving you starter packs to make you start from the beginning, but get yourself going a lot faster. Exactly. Exactly. Man. So yeah, as 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 you progress, um, it will probably get easier because you unlock these certain things and and all that stuff. And uh, obviously, you're locking stuff through the battle pass and things like that. So it's a it's a neat game. Wow. Um, I don't know how how long it'll last because they do have seasons planned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it doesn't seem like that kind of game, you know, to that'll last like that. Because uh, there, there isn't anything concrete that I'm getting that I... Like, I am getting, like, cosmetic stuff and, and things like that. But yeah. It doesn't... Like, if I'm just going to keep going into and then dying starting from day zero and all my upgrades from my village are gone, you know, it, it doesn't feel like... Doesn't feel yeah, right. like, doing that, like across, I want, doing that across multiple seasons is kind of like, do I really want yeah. to invest that much effort into this? Yeah, like, I want that feeling of, wow, look, I built this huge fort and it's freaking great and, like... No one's gonna get past all this stuff, but I feel like that isn't that's not what this is. Mm. So so I don't I don't I don't see how it can last like that. Yeah. All right. Because when you do have those games like that, you your goal is to have this huge castle fort and right. stuff like that to to show off and things like that. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing it, see if I can get past uh day four. All right. You know. All right. <laughs> so uh so yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing, my friends. Uh let's see here. Um, yeah, I, I want to talk about what is, wait, Alan, what is tie two? Okay. So I, this, this will really be the only thing I'll mention. So yeah, I okay. actually finished this game. So there's a studio called Chrome studios that, um, is remaking the tie, the Tasmanian tagger game from the PlayStation oh. two days. Oh, uh, okay. several months ago, they remade tie one. I played it and it's like a, it's a good game. It's a collectathon 3D world platformer. You know, yeah. you've seen it before. It's nothing. It does nothing amazing. You throw boomerangs. It's real basic, real simple. But it's actually like a solid game. Just sadly, you kind the of commercials un- for that game. I think. I think so. I. I I'm not like actually sure. Were, there was like some real like commercials. I feel like I'm. I'm thinking of a commercial <laughs> where someone's in the hospital, and you see like the big character that yes, yeah, the tie or something like that. That's what. I, that's all I remember. I remember that print ad specifically, like in Game Informer or like one of yeah. the gaming magazines in the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever uh, seen that. And even like a quick YouTube search, it's not pulling up. Oh wait, yeah, wait, what? The, oh, you see oh, it? Oh, 
It's the one where he's in the hospital. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I see it. Hang on. Are All you right. putting it up? Or are you putting? Yeah, it up? I'm gonna put this. I'm okay. gonna put this up. Okay. I'm gonna put this up once. Okay. Right. But yeah, so I played Tie One, and then Tie Two uh, came out, and Tie Two was kind of like it kind of suffers because since Tie One's not a very remarkable game, Tie Two kind of makes it worse because it has a lot of those gimmick levels, like it has a lot of driving around vehicle piloting sections one-off gimmicks like a lot of your boomerangs they use in the first game to get to certain levels or do certain stuff they don't even work anymore so and it honestly there's not really much to say at all it's just tie 2 is unremarkable like i 100 it because obviously i gotta go for the platinum but of man course, i course, never i never felt so good to fit i never felt so great planning my game and being like good like finally I'm done. Like Biomutant, yeah. I just didn't like. Like I just thought that game was had great ideas, but just failed the de- execution. Tie Two is not a bad game, but it's just an unremarkable 3D platformer. So Tie Two having all these kind of gimmick level sections, so you're like, man, just give me a level where I'm platforming and fighting enemies and doing normal stuff, and you get some of those. But then when you finally get to it, you realize that the gameplay is kind of well, unremarkable. So there's really no saving grace except for getting cool boomerangs that you can just throw a bajillion of and hearing the sound of the boomerang like being caught back in your hand and like the Leviathan accent got away. Yeah, that's, that yeah, was my but thought it's, too. But it's, <laughs> that's the it's original no, one. It's nowhere as satisfying unless you throw the multi-rang that you can throw like I think 10 boomerangs if you match the throw button. So then you hear like the and but you hear it rapidly with Ty catching all of them. So like that's kind of cool. But not as cool as the Leviathan axe. So yeah. just know that when Kratos throws his axe and catches it, just know where he got that idea from. I walked so uh, Kratos could run, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, tie tie two walked so Kratos could run. So exactly. that's that's really tied to. Um, I don't recommend the second game. Apparently, my friend told me there's a third game that I've never heard of, and I don't want to look that one up because I don't want it to exist. So yeah. Uh, I'm playing so nostalgia, apparently a bad thing. Thought the game was great as a child. Uh, apparently nostalgia, a poison, not not a good game as an adult. There you go. There you go. That's what so that. Yeah, me. that's uh, that's tied to um, more like buy to buy as in goodbye, not as in buy this game. Yeah, correct. yeah. Not not buy as in purchase it more like goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Tie to. Yeah, I, I'm going right. to throw tie to and hopefully it's not a boomerang. It doesn't come back to me. OK, OK. <laughs> So, uh, so Calvin, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you have three games here. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I wanna, I wanna hear them in order of my interest of them. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna say first is least interested. Not that I'm not interested at all, but first least interested. Second, it's interested. It's gonna be guilty interested. gear. So, uh, first let's talk about guilty gear. Then we'll talk about chicory, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. So, uh, so you go ahead there. Uh, yeah. So I have been playing Guilty Gear Strive. I know Alan talked about this before. Yeah. Um, a couple episodes ago. Um, I didn't want to spend too much time on that since you guys already talked about it already. But basically, I am newish to fighting games as well. I say newish because I have a foundation built off of Smash Brothers Ultimate. I've played all the Super Smash Brothers games and played them for fun and then when ultimate came around i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna get good i'm gonna play competitively i'm gonna go to tournaments my goal was to get into elite smash which i believe was a top five percent of players 
um, mm. online, which mm. I did hit. Um, my, main is, my main is Zelda for anyone that wants to know. Hey. But it was it was getting to like I would smash this game for the ultimate. I could pick it up and body some kids online, and now it's like course. okay, this is cool. But like I want something a little bit more. And then Guilty Gear came around. I was like, well, I've never played or really gotten into a game that's got quarter circles and half circles. Like, can I do this? Um, and I took the mentality that I learned from climbing the ranks of Smash Ultimate of like, hey, I can focus on winning or I can focus on getting good, which for people that have played Sekiro and the Soulsborne games, that mentality shouldn't be anything new. But taking it to fighting games, and specifically Guilty Gear, and knowing that once I had the foundation of like, okay, what character do I want to play going through arcade mode to make sure that's who I want to play as, then going online and pretty much accepting that I'm going to get my ass kicked and yeah. looking at, okay, what did I do? What did I do wrong there? And going from not winning any rounds or any matches to, Oh, I won one round or I won one match. Oh, I three owed that person. Oh, I perfected that person, which for those that don't know, perfect means that I beat the person and did not get hit. Hey, um, it's hard to do. It, it is. Um, but yeah, for Guilty Gear, my uh, main is Ram Lethal. It is spelled Ram Lethal, but I'm having a ton of fun uh, just trying to get good at that game, and it's cool seeing my progress of going from, okay, like, okay, I, I gotta do this diagonal combo, how do I do that, to be able to, like, pull off combos, and um, I think the other thing that helps, too, is I have two friends I'm playing with on PC mm-hmm. and be able to kind of spar and match up with them and kind of be like, hey, like, let me try this on you, or can I do this combo, and being able to, like, get that feedback and learn from each other is always cool. And Alan, when crossplay um, unlocks, no pun intended, yeah. on PlayStation and PC, um, I'm going to wipe the floor with you. Okay, so. well, I haven't been playing it in like a week, so yeah, you're going to beat me. <laughs> I can't, but yeah, I can't, I go, can't, go I can't do the final combo move for Kai Keese in like the level three training mission dojo and it's so frustrating that's like a personal problem to me wow it does sound like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so guilty gear i'm having a great time with it like i said you guys already went over a lot more than what i just did so i'll talk about chicory since that was next yes. on the list so chicory a colorful tale is a game that is on ps4 ps5 and pc so i played on ps5 and I don't know if the PS4 controller does this, but the PS5 um, has it where when you're using the paintbrush in the game, the lights on the side of the touchpad will change colors Ooh, depending nice. on which paintbrush you're using. So um, people are okay, what, what is this paintbrush? What are you talking about? What does that mean in context of the game? So Chicory, a colorful town, just call it Chicory from here on out. You are playing in an interactive storybook, uh, a coloring book, I should say, where the world is your blank canvas. You can color it pretty much any color you want. And yes, well, I say that because areas are locked to kind of four different colors. Like there's a forest area that might have a red, a gold, an orange, and a green. There's at one point you're climbing a mountain, you have these icy blues and these icy purples to kind of choose from. So you have four colors you can mm. choose from, but you can kind of color the world to whatever you want. If you want to get into the details, you can. There's different shapes and all that. So if you're an artsy or creative person or someone that loves coloring, I think you'll have a good time. If you have kids, this game will be a good time because you can play as the main character who is a dog that you name after your favorite food. I named my dog Chicken. And (laughs) the other player can control the paintbrush and see if you have kids, they can just color, they can use the touch uh, pad on the DualSense 
um, and just or the or the thumbsticks and color to their heart's content. Um, because I did play on PS5, there was the haptic feedback from the triggers. Um, I didn't really notice like it impacting the gameplay experience. Like it wasn't negative, it wasn't positive. It was just kind of there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I do want to call that out just because if you are playing on PS5, you'll probably notice it, but it wasn't like Returnal, for example, which I feel like did impact the experience in a positive way. But you play as a dog, at least I'm in mind with chicken, so I'm going to refer to him as chicken from here on out. You play as, I played as chicken, and I'm going around. I become the wielder through circumstance, and mm-hmm. the wielder is this being who's basically a superhero that wields this magic paintbrush that can bring color to the world, okay. helping people out. And figuring out, you know, what where I can help people, uh, why the world has lost all its color, and what it means to be the wielder. Mm. Um, and I won't say kind of any more on the story <laughs> in that aspect because the story is great. It's 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 a grounded narrative on I think how someone in modern day would react if they had to take up this responsibility of kind of being like a like a hero, like a modern, yeah, a modern day hero in a way. Um. And so I, I like that perspective. Um, something I will say, though, in, in that regard, is there's at one point, um, as Chicken, I talked to my sister uh, in a pizza restaurant, and she's like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, how's it going being the wielder? And you're like, oh, it's fine. It's great. You know, it's really great. They're like, no, really, like, how's it going? And you're like, well, actually, it's kind of it's kind of a lot. It's overwhelming. Like, as the wielder, I have to mm-hmm. take on all this responsibility, and I can't mm-hmm. say no, and all this stuff. And someone overhears your conversation, like, hey, you're the wielder, right? Can you help me out with this thing? And your sister's like we're having a moment like did you not just hear my, <laughs> yeah. hear my sibling um that they're like kind of overwhelmed and so um i thought that was a really cool moment and so i say sibling because something else um i like about chicory is that there's not a set gender for the dog uh, mm. for chicken there's clothes you find through the game and they're both masculine both feminine they never call you he or she they either call you chicken or the wielder okay that was the only mm. pronouns that were used so right. i thought they're super interesting that like gender is pretty much irrelevant yeah so if you want to dress up your dog as more masculine you can do that if you want to dress up as more feminine uh, you can do that if you want to mix and match you can do that yeah, yeah. and and plus that makes it better too because that just means like the gate like it's that thing where like if you if you choose a, paci- a specific pronoun and the characters mm-hmm. say he it's harder to self-insert yourself but if there's no pronouns and it's just the wielder it's so much easier to immerse yourself being that character Right. Yeah. Yeah. 10,000%. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool just because it opens up um, a lot of doors, I think, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are some games that are like, hey, we have these clothing items gender locked. And I think now they've kind of gotten with the times. I mean, like, you know what? These clothes aren't gender locked. Like, if you want to wear these kinds of clothes, you can. It shouldn't really matter yeah. because yeah. It, just, it just shouldn't. So um, the last thing I will say, though, on Chicory is the difficulty so there are puzzles you have to solve where you're painting in the environment to maybe raise platforms lower platforms or doing certain designs to open and um, unlock doors but if you get stuck you can use a payphone to call your parents and your mother will say well it sounds like you need to go to this area maybe talk to this person <laughs> give you a very broad generic kind of sense of what you need to do so if you take a break from the game and you kind of forget it's a, it's a great tool for that mm-hmm. the other thing though is if you keep talking to your mother, she will be like, hey, your father wants to talk to you. You know how he gets when he knows the answer he has to tell you. And if you want to talk to him, you can say yes or no. And if you say yes, your father will get on the phone. 
and say, okay, you need to go two screens left and then one screen up and then you need to do this <laughs> oh. thing and that thing. So it has a built-in walkthrough in the game if you are truly that is stumped. so cool. Yeah, so as far as difficulty, like, it's not there. You see that further illustrated in the boss fights where you can get hit too many times, but Chicken would just fall on their butt and then just stand back up and then the boss fight would resume. So there's uh. not really a fail state. So it really is a game that's, hey... We want you to enjoy the game and really have a great time with it. And there are side quests, of course, and stuff that you can utilize. Um, for me, I, I did a few here and there, but I just focused on the critical path. It mm -hmm. took me about 10, 10 and a half hours Man. overall. So. Okay, okay. Now you're making me really okay. want to buy the game because like that no, hint yeah. system sounds so like that's so true. Like that's you awesome. always you always it have is. a parent that just wants yeah. to help you, but not hold your hand and just tell you the answer. Then you have the one parent like, no, this is the answer. Yeah, I was already I was already convinced on getting this game. I already wanted it. Yeah, I was interested in it, but uh, you sold us. Uh, your description of it, Calvin, just made me. Uh, let's uh, let's sideline the other games right now, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go to this. Yeah, one. play Chicory. I'm, I'm gonna get this one. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been wanting to play it uh, because the, the 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 things that I see, you know, people do screen grabs of it, and you know, there's these relatable quotes and and stuff like that in the game that everyone's a. Uh, that everyone's been sharing so i'm like this game looks very uh it looks very nice to play it's just very yes. relaxing very soothing mm -hmm. very um uh very funny um so so yeah i'm definitely interested in that. Definitely oh yeah in that. so uh you you've also been playing final fantasy um mm -hmm. let's not stick around on final fantasy mm -hmm. too much because i talk about it every single time yep. oh, and yeah there is there <laughs> yeah. is there is uh something that we gotta mention about it later uh so so what what have you been doing final fantasy yeah, I wasn't going to say too much on it anyway, so that works perfectly. But um, So I haven't played since 2018. I think, Gino, you said that you've been playing since like the launch of Realm Reborn, if I remember correctly. I may be wrong on that. but um, So I played off and on, and I took a, you know, took a break from it in 2018 just because job, life, and stuff. And then the announcement of Endwalker, I was like, okay, this is supposedly, I figured this is the final expansion or what exactly, but... Um, Basically, getting back into getting back into it, playing through Shadowbringers, playing casually. I done yeah. the high raid content and Stormblood and stuff like that. I made a Black Mage for anyone that's wondering. So, um, <laughs> just ha I'm having a great time, just going having a casual approach, which is a, a little new to me because I have gone into that kind of hardcore of like we're gonna get the highest level, we're gonna get the material and all these stats, we're gonna run mm -hmm. these highest raids that has, requires cooperation and communication. You got to be perfect on your timing and all these different things. So, nice, just you know, I'm gonna enjoy the story blow some stuff up with my magic every once in a while and just explore uh the realm of aors yeah so i yeah. i i still have the game downloaded on my console i just haven't booted oh, it up again? yet it's on there <laughs> no the, yeah the beauty of Final fantasy uh is that you can do both you could go hardcore uh like you said Calvin, all that communication material do everything you need to do the best of your ability uh to raid these 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 uh these fights um but you could just play casually and mm -hmm. and you could go in there, um, play half an hour to an hour a day, and you will enjoy what you've done. Mm -hmm. um, that that's that's why I I always suggest this game because people don't they're like oh I don't have time for an MMO. And it's like it don't think of it like that. Just think of it as this single player game with a shit ton of people around you. <laughs> like that's all it is um because it is that first I, I think of it as an rpg first and mmo second um so that's 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 the beauty of it you can just go in casually and enjoy it or you could 
go hardcore and enjoy it just the same. Um, I've I've played casually since uh, since 2013 or 2014 when it came out on on PS4 for the first time mm-hmm. on the beta. Yeah. And they had a beta on PS4. I tried it out. That trial was only until like level 20. Um, so the trial now is freaking is hundreds of hours of content. But yeah, and then like, there's the clip of yeah. Gino's video of yeah, it's a free trial until like level 60. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my trial was until level 20, and that I feel like that's that's all you need to fall in love with that game. That yeah. going into that world is 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 incredible. So so definitely worth a try. I'm glad I'm glad you're getting back into it. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So that is everything we've been playing, my friends. I'm sorry. There's like there's like little gnats around me. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like if you're seeing me do this, no, yeah, I see you do it, but I don't I don't face, see it dude. in your feed though. You don't see it, right? You'll probably see them like this, like flying around sometimes, uh, which I've noticed. They're Just like kill little them, kill them, Gino. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> All right. You know, you know what you need to do for that, real quick though, is you need to get a cup and you put. Uh, apple cider vinegar. Apple cider some vinegar water and some and soap. Dish soap. Yeah, yeah. Dish soap. Yep, <laughs> leave it out. Yeah, you've, you've done this before. Trying, you've done this before. Trying everything, dude. <laughs> Try everything. Um, but uh, let's go into some housekeeping. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for everything you said there. Um, I would like to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. Sam, thank you so much for supporting us over here, uh, allowing us to pay can our I, guests uh, like Calvin over here. We, we're paying him a hefty sum for being here. Can I Can um, I do it? Can I do the, Sam, here's your thank you? Nice. There you go. You, yeah. That's for you video people, that but I, I, threw, I threw the thank you at you. Oh, you threw it at her. I thought yeah. you were just hitting her with it. No, I threw yeah. the thank you. Okay. Like, there's a thank like you, you right hitting... here. Like, there's yeah, another one right th- here. No, it looked like you were hitting her with it. No, well. There you go. There you that's go. That's a better one. That's a better one. Now you threw it. Now we threw um, it. Any other, uh, Alan, what did we, what yeah. did you guys talk about on the Captain's uh, Log? Yeah, I mean, sh- shout out to our other stuff we've been doing. Uh, Kyle's been gone these last couple of weeks, so we have, we've been whatnots not featuring Kyle Springer. Uh, we've yeah. done Captain's Log with me and Melissa last night where we talked about uh, demons and how they're great roommates because they don't require basic human functions. Uh, what scares us personally, how That's the dark apparently scares us. <laughs> uh, we did a Captain's Log with me, Gino, Melissa and Ignacio. One with me, Melissa and Ignacio where we just 
talk about some Digimon. We talk about heist. We talk about the weather yeah. because that's so riveting. <laughs> um, and then shout out to our review show. Um, this past one was a friend of the show, Jack and Melissa. They talked about the show Maniac. And then this weekend, the next review show is Melissa and her brother Jams talking about a webcomic. But I don't think Melissa told me the name of it. So just keep an eye out on all of our past stuff and follow us so you can check out all of our future stuff that we do. And you're listening to Crossplay, so you know what this is. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So there you go. There you have it. Um, Now, my friends, let's get into the news. You don't hear it? No, you're good. I was making the joke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where's the jingle at? Um, so, so the funny thing here is that uh, Ignacio usually writes in little sentences on the on the doc of yeah. uh, what we, what we should start talking about. And his first thing that he put is Twitter has finally taken down Gino Viteri. Um, I we like already how talked says, about I that. I like how it's finally. <laughs> finally, exactly. <laughs> we already talked about that, so I erase it. Um, and I just want to, so guys, we yep. talked about this yep. last week, but I want to get it out of the way. I just want to mention, um, obviously, as we all know, this, uh, Blizzard Activision thing is still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, new info from last week when we talked about it, the employees, uh, several employees from Blizzard and Activision staged a walkout. Um, yeah, good for them. Which was incredible. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them came out, uh, the, the, a lot of, uh. Uh, people supported them. Yeah. Uh, I saw, you know, restaurants that they went to giving them food, uh, people oh, wow. giving them water. It was a whole thing that part of the city came out and stuff. It was great. It was incredible. Very wholesome um, to hear. Obviously, uh, walking out for, you know, to enact actual change because what it looks like, a lot of people at the top are just, uh, they're posting their support, but it's very bland. Um, very empty. Uh, this is not going to change anything. So I think it's incredible deciding to walk out. Um, the Blizzard team over at WoW at World of Warcraft is uh doing small little things, removing things from the game, stuff like that, which is nice, but not really anything you know. Nothing. Nothing that that makes nothing that makes up for all the damage they've done. Exactly. So um. Uh, other, you know, other stuff has come to light, mm-hmm. um, pictures of this, uh, Cosby suite. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, I can't uh, believe that was real. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, text messages that they shared publicly between them, uh, on Facebook. Uh, I don't know how anyone would share stuff like that and be proud of it, but there you go. Um, different things that people experienced, uh, working at Blizzard, uh, uh, there was one about uh, the breastfeeding room, uh, people, uh, women going to the breastfeeding room and then men just coming in and watching, not saying anything. That's fucking weird and horrible and disgusting. And why that's how do you live uh, with yourself? Just after yeah. like you go, you go in there, you do the room, you watch and then you leave and get back to work. Like what the I, fuck is wrong I don't know how with that, you? I don't know how people could do like, that. I go to work. If I gotta go to the bathroom to poop, I don't like anyone being in there. like like it like it like closed like i swear to god my body's like if it senses a presence it just shuts yeah so um of course there's a lot of stuff uh um going on and hopefully um uh, but i'm sure of it every everything that everybody that 
uh, what? How do I say this? Um, everyone has what's coming to them. That's yeah. that's what everyone's going to get. Oh, ten thousand percent for sure, a hundred percent. Um, so it's nice to see, um, a lot of people coming together for um supporting, uh, everyone that's of course that's been going through this. So yeah, so we don't need to hang on that very often. Um, very uh, a lot. I mean. Um, so let's move on, my friends, to some other stuff that happened this week. A lot happened this week. Um, yes. <laughs> so let's start with uh, number one, the Annapurna Interactive Showcase. Um, so I said earlier, Annapurna won E3. Spoiler, I agree with that. that. I'm pretty yeah. sure that they had an incredible showcase. Uh, incredible. I, didn't, I didn't watch it, but some so, of the stuff I heard was incredible. Okay, did you watch it, Calvin? Yes, yes, I did. So, so just general thoughts on the whole showcase. What did you think about it? Overall, I mean, first of all, the pacing was great. I feel like that was yeah. kind of an issue. Some of the, the I know we're way past E3 at this point, but like some of the showcases from E3 had some pacing issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought the pacing was great. Um, I think the games came in. They were interesting. The ones that maybe weren't or we had already seen, they're like, hey, here's a little update. Moving on. Um, standouts for me were the people uh, that worked on Stanley Parable and Gone Home. They yeah. didn't even show their project, but the chemistry those two had mm-hmm. um, was great. Skin Deep, uh, which the art style looked amazing in that game, and then of course yeah. Stray. Hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, so let me go through. I want to go through the list of everything that got uh, shown and revealed, and mm-hmm. then we can talk about uh, whatever we want to uh, pick out of it. So. Let me just quickly go through everything revealed and, we'll, and then we'll talk about them uh, as we want to. Um, so they showed uh, The Artful Escape, um, which is coming out on September 9th for Steam and Xbox. Uh, let's see here. Then after that one, we got Neon White, uh, which is that uh, the follow-up to Donut County. Um, it's like a speedrunning. So FPS. strange to me because those yeah. are very different games. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after Neon White, we got this trailer for a Memoir Blue, um, which looks like a very emotional game. Um, and after that one, we got Storyteller, which is like a story building. Uh, you know, this puzzle. I don't know. It's different. Never. I've never seen anything like this before. So it's it's really cool. Um. We got a uh, Solar Ash, a new Solar Ash trailer with the release date, yep. uh, October 26th. Solar Ash, of course, if you know from the developers of Hyperlight Drifter. Um, we also which, got... Which, really quick, I do believe Solar Ash mm-hmm. is, is one of the first games we saw when the PS5 was revealed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was, it was part of that, yeah. 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 Um, after that, we got a DLC for Outer Wilds, which is uh, interesting. And uh, it also closed out with Stray, which looks freaking awesome. Uh, other things that they did, uh, they, aside from games, they also said people they were working with, stuff like that. Um, Falcon Age developer Outer Loop is working on an unannounced game on the theme of immigrant culture in the U.S. Uh, what else? Annapurna is also working with Toronto-based solo game maker and guitarist Jessica Mack which is a co-director of Sound Shapes on another project. Um, like Calvin mentioned, uh, they, we were introduced to Ivy Road, which is a new indie team uh, founded by uh, Stanley Parable creator Davey Reedon and Gone Home co-creator Carla Zimanja. 
um, and uh, and of course the the Minecraft composer Daniel C four eighteen Rosenfeld is also working with them uh, Man. For, to compose the music for it. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, last stories untold and observation developer no code confirmed they are also working with Annapurna um, and we also got a montage in, at the end of uh, games coming different platforms the pathless coming to steam on 16th on the 16th of November uh, what remains of Edith Finch is going is coming to mobile to iOS specifically on the 16th of August um, I am dead rises for playstation and xbox on 9th on the 9th of august and uh telling lies and gorogoa are going to game pass soon are going to man on game pass soon um so i guess for for me specifically um solar ash and stray yeah uh are freaking amazing stray looked awesome that, this was also um revealed with yeah the, the gameplay reveal um, but we got gameplay here and it is, it looks so that I thought this game was actually, it looked incredible. First of all, like yeah. graphically, this game looked way better than I thought it would. I thought it would be a little bit more like a, you know, a, a not like cell shaded, but like, I thought it would be more like a solar ash kind of game like that. that yeah. Kind of, but this was very, very good uh, looking. So. Uh, Solar Ash as well. Um, I loved the Pathless, and this looks like the Pathless. Um, so I'm excited for Solar Ash. Um, and everything, I just... Annapurna is freaking incredible. So Yeah, they, uh, they yeah. delivered. Uh, yeah, I love everything they showed here. I'm definitely going to give everything they showed here a try, but what I'm looking forward to the most is Stray and yeah. uh, Solar Ash. What about you, Alan? What are you looking forward to? I, I mean, I, everything else looked good. I didn't really see anything else except I heard about Stray, but... As you mentioned, Stray was originally revealed as a game for PS5 when we heard about it. And that game popped up on the PSN store game where you could add it to wish list like right away. That game's been sitting on my wish list. Whenever there's yeah. like a state of play, Amy asked me like, hey, did we hear about the cat game? Oh, Stray. Yeah, we hear about it. No, we haven't. So finally hearing about it, getting the getting the reveal that it's going to be early 2022 and not this year. But seeing yeah. that gameplay, since we both have cats and love cats, this game, I was already sold. I was waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. I saw reveal. I couldn't be more in because I was already all the way in, but I'm in <laughs> all the ends. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I love everything they showed here. Um, you mentioned uh, Calvin uh, Stray and, and, and other stuff. What, what, what else are you excited for here? I yeah, mean, every, everything, everything, obviously, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, of course, of course, Stray, like Alan just said, like, I'm also a cat. I mean, I love dogs, too. I've had both my old my whole life. Um, but just playing as a cat, just going around mm. this cyberpunk city just seems really yeah. cool and stray. <laughs> looks awesome. Um, but I mentioned, you know, Ivy Road. Uh, like I said, there wasn't an announced project there, but definitely just go check out their little announcement trailer if you want, like, a little oh, yeah. humor in your day. Yeah. Because it's just, oh, my God, the, the chemistry those two had was just amazing. I'm, I'm going to say it again and again and again. Just go check it out. But Skin Deep uh, was really what I wanted to kind of bring up because it has kind of this a cel-shaded art style it's or this kind of polygonal art style and it seems to be you're on a space station of some kind and you can interact with different things like i know there's one point there's a guard or something of some kind and there's a button you need to shoot you're out of bullets though so it says no bullets no problem or something along those lines you just toss your gun at yeah. the button opens up an air duct the guard gets sucked out um 
there's a another point you're sneaking around and it's like oh you're smelly so because you have like dirty smell clouds you're gonna give your scent away to the guards and they'll be able to find mm-hmm. you so you have to go to the bathroom and take a shower so that the guards don't find you like yeah <laughs> like what is this game i want to play it yeah yeah the the, the I, I recommend alan if you didn't watch the the showcase to yeah, go back to watch, and watch it, it. Yeah. because uh they didn't just announce games they announced people they're working with and stuff like mm-hmm. that and every little thing that was shown um first of all it was it was well designed cuz when, when they would go to different parts of the world they would you know they would they would they would do a transition that was really cool mm. um but just uh the way you know for example like the outer wilds uh, dlc um the the way the guy announced it was like uh we're working on an outer wilds dlc I know. And he stayed quiet for like five <laughs> seconds. And it was like, so yeah, I'm just doing this, whatever. Because um, yeah, because Outer Wilds is this kind of game. You weren't expected DLC, but yeah. they're doing that. So it was, it's funny that he, that they, they, they know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're saying. And uh, the best part about it was that Annapurna Interactive tweeted after the, the showcase. They tweeted, um, bangers only. That, that's, that's it. No cut. <laughs> It's Obviously, context wrong. was their showcase, but just the fact that they're like, we know, we know, we showed you guys bangers. So there you go, bangers only. So um, what's, that was what's, freaking awesome. What's the quote they say in Batman? It's the he's not the hero we we deserve, but the he, he's the hero we need. I guess yeah. So Annapurna, <laughs> not the hero we deserve, but the hero we needed. Yeah. So there you have it. On Print Interactive, we're gonna try every single game that they're gonna release. So there we go. Anna, um, let's Anna, move on. Anna Pura bringing more like Anna Purna to, hey. to Stray. What a good one. That was great. Thank you. Um, now I need to move on. <laughs> um, number two, a new studio that's no moon has been announced. Um, so let me read that. This is from Fanbyte. Um, Kenneth Shepard put this, put this little article together. And uh, oh let me just read this, uh, this beginning part here. A supergroup of industry veterans from companies like Naughty Dog, Infinity Ward, Bungie, and more have come together to form a new studio called That's No Moon Entertainment. The team's first game will be an ambitious new action-adventure game that will push the limits of both gameplay and story. And it has a $100 million backing from South Korean developer and publisher Smilegate, the creators of the Crossfire series. Former studio narrative director at Infinity Ward and narrative design lead at Naughty Dog, Taylor Kurosaki, is acting as creative director, while former design director of Call of Duty Modern Warfare and lead game designer on The Last of Us, Jacob Minkoff, is acting director on the unnamed project. Um, so, lot wow. of lot wow. of talent for this studio. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, studio announcements are you know pretty whatever. Uh, we don't have anything from them. Just the fact that it's a action game, action adventure game. Yeah. In terms of um, like, in terms of like game hype, this doesn't really do anything, but in terms of like the industry, like news pretty big. Yeah. 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 So, um, big deal. Not much to say about it because uh, what do you, what do you guys think this is going to be? What, what uh, are we, what are we feeling? This is going to be something. It's got to be. Is some, this going to be an exclusive? What do you? They, it, they didn't say anything about it. It's got to be. I mean, in terms of just game, it's got to be some kind of shooter because the people that have come from like shooting games, 
<laughs> well, I mean, they did say here, Alan, you're already not paying attention. No, I know. So they, uh, they, what, no, what I we know. Say? They say, <laughs> an action but, adventure game. Maybe it will be a shooter. But action it could adventure, still you know be I mean? that though. Yeah, it could still be that. You're absolutely right. Hey, you're absolutely right. But Don, um, Don, Don, Devil May Cry is not a shooter, but Dante still shoots guns. That yeah, too. What would, yeah. What do you consider The Last of Us 2? Because they have someone that worked on that. Or last, the first Last of Us. Like, you use guns in The Last of Us, but yeah, yeah, I, mean, that's, yeah, I consider I, that a shooter. It's, that's an action-adventure game, but it's got a lot of shooting in it. See? Yep. Okay, so that's, a, See? so that's what you meant. That's what you meant. Exactly. That it will have shooting uh, mechanics in it, you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think there will be a health mechanic in this game. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm sure um, it can be easy bets. I'm sure you're going uh, sure to use the analog stick at some point. Yeah, yeah um, turn on your console. Yeah, I did want to say, ask real quick. Do you guys yeah. know what the studio name is in a reference to? Star Wars. What? Right? No. Is it not Star Wars? That's no moon. I feel like it's Star Wars. Do you know? Are you asking because you know? I'm, yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what is yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. 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 I wanted to see if Alan got it, but. <laughs> It's Star Wars, right? I feel like so, yeah. who, who is it that says this? Uh, it's Obi Wan. So it says that's no moon. It's this is the conversation. Obi Wan, that's no moon. It's a space station. Han Solo, it's too big to be a space station. Luke Skywalker, I have a very bad feeling about this. So then, yeah. so Calvin, you believe this might be a Star Wars game? You think that's a very blatant reference to Star Wars? Oh no, I think they. I, well, I don't know. That's actually. A, I didn't even consider that. I was just like, oh, it's a cool Star Wars reference. I didn't even throw in the fact that it could be a star wars project um because um, they mentioned something else that is interesting um where is it that they mentioned they said something about i forgot where it was that they mentioned it but they said something about bringing together um film uh get a uh, video games and all that stuff into like interesting. mixing gameplay interesting. and all that stuff with so i feel like it maybe it might be a star wars game that they could be working on um but who knows? We, this is a very long time until we see something uh, come out of these guys. Um, but there you go. Oh, also, um, the CEO is Michael Moonbauer, which, uh, as you guys know, was part of that whole uh, uh, Sony Bloomberg thing that was happening. That he he was a uh, part of the the Naughty Dog uh, side team that needed to. Um, they wanted to do the Last of Us remake or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff, and then he left. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's making this studio, so so good for him, I guess. Yeah! So, there you go. That's no moon entertainment. And there's no more. There's no more. That's, yeah. There's no more. That's all we have. Number three! The PS5 has sold 10 million units. So, this comes from the blog itself, Sony Interactive Entertainment blog, uh, Veronica Rogers, SVP, Global Sales and Business Operation. Uh, posted here, we are thrilled to announce that as of July 18th, 2021, we have sold more than 10 million PlayStation 5 consoles globally. This makes PS5 the fastest selling console in the history of Sony Interactive Entertainment, and we couldn't be more excited about the amazing response of our fans. Um, congratulations to Sony, uh, you know, with supply constraints and all that stuff. The shortages, all kinds of stuff. Still, still the fastest selling, uh, console, um, in their history. That's just, Uh, Calvin. Yeah. Do you think a lot of that is scalpers? 
Um, from what I've seen, and I mean, Twitter numbers are never accurate, right? I've seen people throw numbers around. It could be anywhere from 10 to 15%. So I don't think so. I'm sure they make up some majority, or not majority, some portion of that. Yeah. Um, but what I thought was super interesting, it doesn't say in this report, but there were further numbers coming out about the software yeah. um, that we saw matched up. So people were like, okay, so 10 million PS5s have been sold globally. What software it looked like, right? And we saw that Miles Morales was, I think, 7.5 million. You're like, okay, that lines up. But what about Returnal and Ratchet and Clank? Uh, ret- and those, yeah, Returnal, I think, was like five, 500,000 units. Yep. Yeah. And then Ratchet was either 1 million or 1.1. Yeah. So if we're going with 1.1, a total of 1.6 million. So a little over 10% mm-hmm. of people that own PS5s are playing a new exclusive. If we, if we, if we exclude um, Miles Morales, I feel like, that having a lower price point makes sense of it being sold so well. But yeah, you would think, okay, I have a new console. I want to play new games. Returnal is, is pretty niche. Um, yeah. Ratchet and Clank, I feel is way more accessible and still you think the number would be way higher than it is. No, but Ratchet's uh, so, still not, it's, it's a widely known IP, but it still is not like, it doesn't have like the general broad appeal that like, just like a standard, like sports game or a call of duty will have. Yeah, so it's still exactly. selling really well despite the PS5 people still struggling to get them. It's still impressive considering yeah. that game had been kind of in a lull for a while. Yeah. yeah. And that was going to be my next point is that I've seen people saying, well, if you no, know, if people, a small amount of people are 10% are buying combined Returnal or Ratchet and Clank or both or whatever, then that means people, like you said, are you playing the Call of Duty? They're playing Fortnite. They're mm-hmm. playing FIFA. They're playing MLB The Show. They're playing these games that have a broader um, appeal. Uh, to people that may not be keeping up with the games industry or keeping up with the gaming news and stuff like that. So it's super interesting that people are potentially approaching upgrading to a PS4 to a PS5, kind of like a PC. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play the same games I'm playing. I'm just going to do it on better hardware. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So uh, congratulations, of course, to PS5. Um, I wonder how it would be if there wasn't any supply constraints. Yeah, it would sell what, what, way what more. What we would see, this well, that would be that would be incredible. Yeah. Well, the I can I say one last thing about it before we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. The the thing that's impressive to me is that when the PS5 came out, despite the pandemic and the shortages, it's always been that thing of you don't need a PS5. You can still play PS4 games. There's not very many PS5 exclusive games. There's Demon Souls, Ratchet, Returnal, and not much else that's like huge and it's the fact that even though you don't need a ps5 this this these numbers just show that people are ready to buy new like new hardware like people people want it bad that even though you don't need a ps5 because you can play most everything on a ps4 people are just ready to buy new hardware yeah you would think that because of everything going on that it was a bad time for new hardware to release Um, that's not true. Yeah, it's the opposite. Uh, I think it was a, probably a good time for it to release because uh, everyone's home and, and, and they want to yeah. play something new. So Everyone's tired yeah. of waiting around. They want the SSD. They want it to load now. Exactly. Right exactly. now. Yeah. So there you have it, my friends. It's let's my SSD keep, and I want it now. Let's keep going with the, now that you're mentioning the SSD, let's keep going yeah. with, the, with some more PlayStation 5 news. There's a new PS5 software update that has the option to upgrade storage. So there's quite a few things that this software update uh, uh, added. Yep. 
Um, I want to mention two things. Uh, I don't want to hang around on SSD too much because it's very complicated for my mind. Yeah. Uh, for my simpleton mind. Um, SSD, go, SSD go burr, Gino. Yeah. So uh, just as now we have the option to upgrade our storage. So um, I don't know if you guys all know more about a NVMe uh, M.2 SSD or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of those. Okay. So, so, so then you have it. Are you going to upgrade your PS5, uh, Kav? Probably not just because... I'm gonna use it for exclusives, and once I beat a game, I'm just gonna delete it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's how I yeah. feel about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't think it. Uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> those are they're. I'm not gonna complain about the price. Um, they're expensive as shit. Yeah, for because so, they're because they're in hot <laughs> demand right now. So all you gotta yeah. do is just wait. If yep. they're that expensive, I'm just gonna be like, all right, well, um, I so, could just buy another PS5. And then use that one as well. Oh, I, I was going to make the joke of Gino's like, it's too expensive. All right, FF14, I'm sorry, but you got to temporarily go away. No, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> that, that one stays permanently. Um, I, I would like to hear Ignacio because he has like yeah. four terabytes on his PS4. Because well, so if, if you remember, this. this this is what sucks because Ignacio was the one of our group that was most eager for this because he needed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Which I still don't I guess, uh, really know why you need I guess we'll see if he'll still get it. Um, another thing here that I want to mention, uh, this one's for you, Alan. I know. Um, the the trophy uh, thing is getting updated as well yeah. to look. Um, so you probably know more about it. It's horizontal now. Yeah. It was horizontal. Now it's vertical. So, there, um, so. I, I'll have to throw up a photo. Uh, I saw PS5 trophies on Twitter, Brian, because right now they have the beta going on for the next ps5 uh update so the beta is going on and he tweeted out yesterday i think earlier today of whoever's in this beta post a screenshot of what that trophy list looks like there's there's all kind of changes um i'd recommend checking out mystic ryan um on youtube he did a great video breaking down almost all of the uh projected beta updates for this new update uh ps5 update but yeah right now the ps5 trophy icons are horizontal like it's flat they're fat images you can't see all the information you have to click into it to go into it and see all this bs information you know if you don't collect trophies though i'm just i sound like a freaking charlie brown adult with my moi sound but now they're changing it where it's now vertical where now it's actually looking almost identical to how the ps4 looks that way it just shows you more information in a in just a smoother in a smoother process that way instead of having to click click and then read you just go in there and just, there it is. Yeah. And there's all kinds of other updates that are fantastic, but being a trophy one, hunter, that's all I cared about. Yeah. One other update I do want to mention is that you do have the ability with that uh, update to uh, customize your control center now yep. to yep, like, delete stuff and, and change stuff around. So um, it, we're starting to see now the, the change mm-hmm. of the UI, which is great because um, uh, the PS4 UI is incredible. So, um, it's nice to see, you know, this UI is clean, but I, I would like them. The The other function that they're changing is the yep. friend thing. So that's a, that that's a good thing that they're and, doing. And they're making your TV can do 3D audio from your TV because it will yes. use the <laughs> microphone of your controller to figure out the sound of your room. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot, a lot yeah. of stuff in that update. So I'm glad that they're listening, uh, that they're, they're trying to improve and, and it's only going to get better. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. PlayStation sensei. Uh, Yes, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Um, so let's see. That is all we have, my friends, for the big news of the week. We still got a little bit more things to talk about. 
So Alan, take us into new and notable. I'm still waiting for Kyle to make a graphic for that because I told him he should. That was well, just like I mean, cool. Kyle, I think, is probably in jail right now for that, killing a That's Ignacio, true. You know? So I'm going to change the order of these because I'm going to save the two hard-hitting ones for us personally for the lat, for of the course. end. Of course. So first off, we have Gardevoir arrives as a new playable Pokemon in Pokemon Unite. We didn't mention this, but there is a League of Legends Pokemon game out there right now. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. I don't remember that. And I it's sad because I was there I last did. week. <laughs> I did it in what we've been playing. I, I know it's playing. sad. I was there. So, so they're adding Gardevoir. I, it's so sad. I was there last week and I don't remember that. <laughs> you asked me a lot about it. I know. Uh, <laughs> we have, well, well, okay. Skatebird is delayed to September 16th. It was originally released, going to release on August 12th. Avengers War for Wakanda releases on August 17th as a free update. So, you know, that That's game's awesome. going to blow up hella hard. Oh yeah, people are still playing Avengers. That's still no, oh, it's game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite tech preview or beta, if you're a a different person, or flight was this past weekend. So apparently, people have been loving it. Someone posted the on Twitter of apparently uh, a bot was uh, teabagging a dead player. That was funny. Really? Yeah, that was I funny. missed that. Yeah, yeah I saw that. I'll see if I can find it and uh, tag it. But yeah, that was a thing. But now we have to. We have to go down, guys, because things are bad. Things are bad. Also, as a PlayStation community got hit, Horizon Forbidden West was delayed to early 2022, mm. and we all saw this coming. But yep. Sony hasn't said it yet. Yes. So this could not be true, or it's probably sure true, it's true, but... It's 100% true, but they just haven't said it yet. But, so, shocking nobody, uh, 2022, so there you go. Yeah, Gino, PlayStation was out for you. They came for you outside of Twitter because yeah, Kena man. Bridge of Spirits was delayed to September 21st instead I mean, of at, the original August 24th. Yeah, at least it was only a month. Uh, I hope it, I guess it stays that way. I feel like they internally delayed this game before they announced the release date. Man. Um, because you remember in the CES uh, thing, they had March 2021. Yep. Um, and then when they revealed the, the date, uh, I, it was August, so... I should have so yeah. I should have counterpicked this in our in our you, fantasy draft. I should have counterpicked this. Um, Alan, a delay I, only I, makes I, a game better. I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. That's not about. entirely so. true. Now, <laughs> yeah, look at look at uh, what is that? Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, Cyberpunk several years ago. <laughs> Cyberpunk. So everyone, I saved <laughs> the hardest hitting news for the last one. We're hurting as a community and as a world at large. Digimon Survive was delayed to quarter three, 2022. That's big. That, wasn't that game supposed to come out in 2020? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that game's not coming out. We, man, I'm you. The last time we had like a deep dive on this game and saw it was 2019. Good lord. But this game's going to come out and be a 10 out of 10. I feel it. You think so? Oof. Not easy. But this means I, I get to that. pick a different game for the fantasy draft. So. Seneca Two of my solid. games, I got a Horizon and Breath of the Wild. I got to freaking take those out of my fantasy draft. Uh, maybe someday and those catch were up. Go, those were going to be my wins, man. Yeah, those were well, going to be my wins. No, well, too bad. Uh, well, too oh, bad. Well. And uh, the new and noted is sad and depressing. There you go. But now to the lightning round. So 
Does Gino do this? Or no, Calvin, you, you want to take, take it? The, you could take over this, uh, Calvin. Yeah, you're the new Ignacio. You're taking a spot. Okay, I'm the new Ignacio. All right, so we have Netflix developing a live-action Pokemon series. Interested to see how that goes. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is changing uh, the stage job icon over triphobia concerns from the community, which I was not aware. of. Yeah, this. so so I wanna so I wanna I wanna talk about this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as we guys, as we all know here, um, Final Fantasy. Uh, there's a, a massive WoW exodus, right? World of Warcraft exodus. And yep. a lot of these people are going to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and the team over at Square Enix that, you know, that does Final Fantasy XIV, uh, director specifically as well, Naoki Yoshida, they are doing all the right things to keep a new player base here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh they're being very candid. Uh, as you know, Naoki Yoshida, I didn't put this in the news before, but um, he released a statement saying that um, it's been very hard with the influx of new players. Um, so he, he blamed himself. He's like, I'm sorry, this is my fault that, you know, you guys have been waiting for, you know, the, the, having these queue times to log in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're working hard to make the servers, you know, uh, work better for everyone coming in. And I think that's going to be incredible um, that they're working on that now. I think this is a great time for them to do that with uh, Endwalker coming out because people are going to try the shit out of that. So the fact that they're working on the servers now um, means that this influx of new players that they were not expecting is a freaking blessing in disguise. Obviously, it's great, but still, it's a, it's it's nice that it's making them work on the servers a lot earlier than than they would have had to for Endwalker. Um, but the fact that this team is being so candid, um, with stuff going on, cause, um, someone asked him, do you think that you beat world of Warcraft? And, uh, he said to that question, he's like, I don't like that people do that, that people say that, um, because the inspiration for final fantasy 14 is world of Warcraft. Um, so, uh, we, we wanted our game to be like that, but we wanted it to be a final fantasy game first. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're heavily inspired by World of Warcraft. So um, he knows his place in, the, in here. Um, and I'm sure he knows that they are better. <laughs> so, especially with everything going on now. So, um, so a little thing like this, I wanted to put this in here. Um, he, they had a Sage job icon, right? Um, which is the new healer class being released in Endwalker. Um, and every little class has this little icon, uh, that is, is them. And, uh, if you guys don't know, tripophobia is, let me read it here. Cause yeah, I, I didn't know what tripophobia was. I don't know what this was. is. Um, so let me tell you real quick. Uh, tripophobia, where is it? Where does it say? Oh, I see it. I see it. Do you have the definition there of what it is? No, but I see the icon. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I oh, right here. Okay, from... I got it. I got it. You got it? Okay. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, so, tripophobia, um, uh, it is, where is it? Is this the, the fear, aversion is, is known as tripophobia. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, yeah. The fear when they see clusters of small holes or bumps. So, um, a lot of the community, you know, mentioned this and... The he outright immediately you know released the blog post. Hey, we're gonna change the icon. Um, we're gonna make it this. It's not gonna really change the 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 design of it, but it's gonna get rid of the holes and and 
for those that have trypophobia, um, this will help. So something so specific and what you would think is something so minuscule, like it's not like everybody has that. I assume a very small amount of people have trypophobia, um, but it's still relevant. It's still relevant to them, which is incredible. The fact that this team decides to change something in the game because of some people being scared of, you know, having a phobia of, of a certain thing. Yeah. So they are doing all the right things to, you know, uh, nurture this player base that they're gaining. Um, and, you know, you were seeing videos on YouTube of is, is Final Fantasy winning the, the, this MMO, you know, war or whatever. Um, and I think, it's it's cementing its place here is what it's doing yeah where this is this is the mmo now um uh where a lot of people would think oh mmo that's world of warcraft right uh i feel like now it's going to be mmo that's final fantasy 14 right yep so it's going to it's going into this you know it, it's always been an incredible game you know after Rome Reborn. um but it's it's now going into this golden age which I think is incredible uh, with an upcoming expansion uh, that I think is just going to knock off, you know, knock the boots off of everybody. Um, so it's exciting that there's a lot of new players coming in and, and they're going to be a part of this, these new expansions that everyone's been enjoying. So, uh, so there you have it. That a, a great team doing great things, man. And it's nice to see. Hundred percent, a thousand percent. Shout out to Yoshi P for those that know yeah. the moniker. Um, last thing we have on here is the play date is taking pre-orders uh, for twenty-two units. However, initial stock has sold out. So for those that don't know what the play date is, it is a handheld console. We're seeing a handheld console kind of rejuvenation. Obviously, the Switch to hybrid console kind of bringing that back. The Steam Deck, which I know you guys talked about, we're seeing that uh, coming. Also, is it is it. December of this year is the Steam Deck, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's later this year. Yeah. Okay, so we're seeing the Steam Deck in 20, late 2021, and then play date, I think, early 2022. But it is, it looks almost like a smaller Game Boy with a crank on the side. Yeah, what even... And the way it's gonna... What even is... Like, you, <laughs> Calvin, you posted this on Twitter, and I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I said, man, I want a play date, but I have no money. So yeah. it's like it without the context yeah. that can be taken a different way. Mm -hmm. But it's a it's a small handheld console. It's got a D-pad, a few buttons on it. It's got a crank. And the way it works is you pre-order the console. I believe it's $129. And it comes with the one or two games downloaded on it. And over time it'll update and you'll have more games released, I want to say monthly. So you're paying $129 for the console and then a series, I believe, of 24 games, I think is correct. And so they've said some of these experiences are shorter, some of them are longer, some of them use the crank, some of them don't. So it's just like this really weird, like handheld console that it's got a, it's got a black and white screen. Um, there's nothing out there like it. So I want one, though yeah. um, so it's probably going to be a bit before I get one. So. What? I, I like I need to ask. So like for yeah. for video people, you can see what the play date looks like on screen. This look mm -hmm. like when I saw this photo on Twitter, when I got replied to and was shown what the play date looked like, what in the hell <laughs> is the crank even gonna do? That's the question. Like this looks it looks Alan like when I saw it, um 
you know, obviously, I'm not really interested in it. I feel like maybe it might be a little bit too expensive for what it is. Um, but when I saw it itself, I I thought this looks like something like if I was in, you know, TJ Maxx or Ross Dress for Less, and I walked <laughs> to the video game section or like the toy section, yeah, I would see the play date there. Like it looks like that's that's the kind of vibe it, it has. What? Um, it looks cute. It's it's cute little thing. So uh, what they don't what they don't tell what you is, is that it is. doesn't. You don't charge it. It doesn't take batteries. The crank is actually how you charge it. Oh, oh can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> crank charge. That's great. Like God, could you um, imagine? You're like someone's like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna play the play day, and you go, oh, I would, but I just I didn't charge it last night. We'll plug it in. No, that's that, no. You don't understand. No, you don't understand. <laughs> so, so, someone comes over and you're sitting there, you're cranking, and they're like, what are you doing? Are you playing the play date? You go, no, I'm charging it. I'm charging it. <laughs> so uh, just for more uh, info, uh, that's the, it is sold out for the 20, the stock that they had for this year, for 2021. They had mm. 20,000 units, um, pre-orders uh, sold out immediately in 20 minutes, I think. Um, so they are accepting pre-orders now for uh, their stock for next year is what they're going to do. Um, so there you go. I mean, play date. People want it, you know. They want that. Uh, they want that crankable charger. Of course, of course, of course. So that is it for the lightning rounds, my friends, and that is it for everything that we wanted to talk about here on Crossplay. Alan, what are you looking forward to this week? I got one thing on my mind and one thing only. Tomorrow. Or when you listen to this when it goes live, goes live. We're recording this Saturday, July thirty first. Tomorrow, August first, my local card store having that Digimon TCG Battle for Omni pre release. Am I gonna play in it? No, but I can pick up my booster boxes tomorrow and Sunday. It'll be a stream of a un, a box open unopening because I can't talk. So I'm so excited. Let's play some freaking Digimon cards, dude. Let's do this. Real Digimaster. Real Digimaster. Prodigious. Of course, of course. Calvin, what are you looking forward to this week? So I think I'm going to check out Death's Door. Because I've, oh. when that game came out, I heard... It, that was literally my Twitter feed was that game. For the, <laughs> the first two days, it was the reviews were out. So definitely want to check that out. Uh, I've heard nothing but great and amazing things about it. That's great. That's great. That's great. Death Store. Yeah, I want to try that out too. I want to try that out too. Gino, what are you excited? Gino, what are you excited for? What am I excited? I am excited to uh, get out of this chair and destroy all the gnats that have been attacking me. (laughs) And that is all I can think about right now, guys. I really need to destroy every single thing that has flown around me right now. Stop adapting them. It's like, I'm getting harassed, man. I'm getting harassed by all these gnats. It's freaking crazy, dude. It's so bad. But other than that, just video games, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm very excited for video any, games. Any particular game, or is it just FF14? Um, actually, uh, there's a... So, funny, funnily enough, uh, someone in a Discord uh, showed a mount that they got. And I was like, I can get that. So I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go get that mount in Final Fantasy XIV. What no. mount? It's uh, one of the raid mounts from uh, Stormblood, from uh, wow. the Delta Escape um, uh, fights. The, little, okay. the Air Force mount, I think. The little... I never got that one. I got the long uh, snake one, but I never got the that 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 Air Force one. You guys oh, are uh, so... you guys are nerds. Yeah, we're no. nerds. <laughs> Alan, 
Where can they find your nerdy ass on the internet? Man, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AzurePKK, where we're going to be cracking a booster box of Digimon cards, and I might do random Digimon stuff on stream, too, with playing other games. When are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? That is that's going to be too late. But if I if I get an extra booster box, then I will open up another one. But also follow me on Twitch because whenever a set comes out, booster box on openings. Let's go. Because I kind of do want to classic collection in December. Let's go, dude. I kind of do want to watch you. I want to watch you unbox these because I like those cards. They look super nice. They are. Dude. I already so got. You I already have got a list. done it already. I already got a list Monday. of cards on my computer that I saved of what I have to pull from the booster box. How lucky is your boy gonna get? Okay, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Calvin, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on all sorts of websites, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch at AmazeHob. That is A M A Z E H O B B E S. Sometimes there's a space, sometimes there's not. So keep that in mind, but. <laughs> That's where you can find me. You can find me, you get my video game opinions on Twitter, see my face on Instagram, and once I get back to content, you'll see me on YouTube and Twitch. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Gino, we're you gonna, we're, can... Gino, the people don't need to see you. They, they don't, they already know where what? to find you. You're blocked on Twitter. You can't, you're gonna I get, I am blocked on Twitter. You're gonna get suspended Twitter again. Twitter famous. I was blocked on Twitter, but I'm back and you can find me over there at Gino underscore V Terry. If you guys liked everything you heard today, you can find all of us over at The Whatnots on YouTube and your podcast service of choice, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, Bumble, everywhere you want to look. Just search The Whatnots and you'll find us there. But this show, my friends, has been Crossplay. And you are now dead. (laughs) End it, end it, Alex. End it. It is over.